Hi, everyone. Welcome to In the Trenches. I'm Jenna. I'm Tara. I'm Tim. And I'm Owen. Okay, breakdown. The rule is, do you stick exactly to the breakdown if you feel like the classic situation, they asked for this, but Mm -hmm. I don't have it, or I'm not prepared on it, or I don't do it that well. I do this. This is the thing that I know I can knock out of the park. The question is, do you stray from the breakdown and what it tells you to do? Agree or disagree? I think we're all probably going to say asterisk. It depends. It depends. Yeah. That's the point of all this. So, Owen, tell us about the writing of the breakdown. So, as far as I'm concerned, if you're going in for a regional theater that does not, that has an in-house casting office, probably somebody either in casting or maybe even, like, production wrote the breakdown. Maybe they got it from the creative, but the director may have also written it like three months ago and completely forgotten what it says. (laughs) If you're going in for a theater or a Broadway show or whoever that uses a casting company, someone at that office probably wrote the breakdown, maybe in consultation with the creatives. I'm sure it's different every time. But um, I have been in situations where I'm relatively sure that people don't. Only maybe one person behind that table knows what the breakdown actually says. Because I feel like I've been in a lot of situations on the other side of the table, too, where the director kind of just was walking in for the first time that day. And is like, what do you got for me? Casting has guessed as to what Mm -hmm. that should be. Yeah, Um, there's sometimes I remember seeing breakdowns where it'll say, we're doing Footloose, Rent, and Sister Act. Please bring in 32 bars of contemporary musical theater. Right. And I will be like, no, I'm going to do pop rock because all of those shows have pop rock. And all three of those shows may have different directors. So obviously all three of them didn't get together one day and write that breakdown. Right. Someone from casting or from the theater, whoever wrote that breakdown. Because the point is a callback. Right. It's not to slay it in the room that second and know... You're this role. No, the yeah. point is a callback in it's, those situations. It's also very easy to copy and paste a breakdown from the other regional theater that did it yep. the sure. year before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, you see that a lot of the time, you know? Yeah. Especially for just a single show. They're just yeah. going to snatch that. We see they all look the same. And that also goes, um, I think, with what you're saying too, Owen. I think in the city it's so different. If it's casting office that's not here all the time too, they don't know what the trends are right now. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't know maybe even certain styles that are being associated yeah. now commonly with certain shows they're not aware of that yeah i mean i think follow directions right like you don't want to like don't like blatantly disregard every breakdown you see especially tyra was pointing out really strongly worded ones where it's like please do not sing all theater. like then don't do it like uh, obviously but if it's like sing what would a good example i think what you said jenna is a great example it's like sing a contemporary musical theater song for songs that are clearly rock Right. Rock musicals. Even like something like Jesus Christ Superstar or something. Right. It's like, well, yeah, but I, I yeah. know a rock song that'll better serve me for this. Right. So I'm just going to go for it. What if it's a breakdown for like West Side Story and the breakdown says, sing a traditional musical theater song. And you want to sing something from Chaplin. Or something from In the Heights. Whatever it is. Like, if the vocalism is similar, does the genre matter as much? Mm, great point. I say to stick with traditional, mm-hmm. in my opinion, because I think there's so much there that is expertly written 
that to sing Thoroughly Modern Millie for an Irving Berlin show, in my opinion, is a little bit misguided because Irving Berlin wrote a thousand songs. Yes. You know, I mean, that's just, you know, I'm not telling you not to own your journey, but (laughs) I also think (laughs) the pragmatism of something like that, I think a lot of, that that is something that would make some people cringe but once again, if that's what you are ready to go with, also then that's if that's what, what you ha- only yeah. thing you have, like right. maybe, and like I could yeah. see something like a Bruno Mars song working for like Greece. Oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. That can no, happen yeah, too. yeah, yeah. I mean specifically, if it says Older sing Golden theater. Age musical theater, I don't think you should think sing like drowsy something. chaperone. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. like the yeah. newer Golden right. Age style shows. Right. I also think if it's like giving you anxiety as you're staring at it and you. Start to feel your skin turning colors. You should go. Hey, maybe this morning. This is this morning is for me, not for this audition. If it's such a far stretch and it's feeling like I don't have anything as you're going through, it's okay to be like, you know what? This is gonna give me room to prepare for the one that is right, right and give yeah. me the actual space to really yeah. feel good about that one. I think that goes to yeah. then trying to just get seen for everything, yeah. right. um, as opposed to being really like selective and effective about the ones that you yeah. want to get seen for. So some of the ones at the breakdowns, you're like. I'm not jiving with this. Like, sing, like, an 80s rock song. I'd be like, you know what? I'm not going to (laughs) go. I think Uh, everyone will be okay if I don't go. Actually, this leads me into our next conversation about unrealistic number of songs in your book. Ah! How many songs should you have in your book? Could I ask first, like, Mm -hmm. how many songs do each of us have in our books so we can, like, just be personal about it, too? Wow. I think I have, I don't know either. I think oh, yeah. I have like eight to ten, yes. but I realistically sing probably four of them. I think I have about eight to ten, too. No, I think it's even lighter than that right now. I think it's like six, seven, but I have oh like gosh. another binder like at home of ones that are like, I can easily put in if it really makes sense. But yeah. like I have like my like six, seven go-tos. I've got 20 songs in my table of contents, plus at least six more that are, are in working progress. Wow. But you're also That's a voice so many. teacher. Yes. You're also a voice teacher. I do think there's a difference between like, if you're somebody who it takes a long time to to master a song and learn a song and you don't read music say maybe that's different like it's different like if you have 20 songs that are you can kill I'm not advocating that yeah. anyone have 26 no, songs in their no, book no, me <laughs> I think it's too back. many yeah exactly we, I have 14 songs in my book I have an entire bin that I actually started sorting last night of other songs that I have taken in and out of my book so that's a billion yeah. songs and I think in my book I probably sing five songs yeah. Maybe five. I wish yeah. We touched on this at the Way West last night, but I think there's a big difference between storytelling songs and sound songs. As an actor, I think every song should be a storytelling song, but I think if something really specific comes up and they're looking for a really specific sound, it's okay to, to have songs for that reason. That you yeah, like out. I get asked, mm-hmm. I'm a belter, so I walk in and belt, and then a lot of times I'll get asked, what is the most legit or the highest thing right. that you have in your book? And at that point, I feel like I'm showing you my vocalism and like yeah. my voice technique instead of the storytelling. Ultimately, yes, I want to show both, but that's what I've just been asked to do is show me how high. Yeah, I think I could have danced all night. <laughs> Right. Yeah, it's like, right. just cut to the end of that, and mm. let's just go from there. Soon. Yeah. Because it's not what I do first. Right. So. And I guess what I mean is, like, because I've had coaching clients come to me and be like, I got an appointment for this. They really want to hear, you know, a Billy Joel-esque song. So 
let's I know you know I printed up the music for moving out and let's just do it really quick and that's what I'm gonna sing and I think that's okay because I'm yeah. somebody that's like no 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 sing the song in your book that is <laughs> you know it's like no sure go sing moving out like you already know it hire me for a half hour we'll learn it and you'll do it if that's what you want to do you know I don't think there's yeah. any shame in that I think a lot of people get like I haven't like workshop this 19 times and stuff I've been yeah. working on this for two yeah. years I can't that's a good point to make too just because it hasn't been something you've been using for a while it still right. doesn't make it invalid right that's you just know that about the yeah. song it's going to be newer which I think sometimes is nice to have something that's newer yeah. and exciting you're excited about like, yeah, yeah versus something yeah. that you've been singing for two years yeah. that you're like this feels old mm-hmm. yeah. and then then mm-hmm. I feel like it's important to go to class and workshop those because you kind of can yeah like the old ones yeah need yeah. to yeah. yeah get some air into them also, like, we were dealing with this last night in class with, like, the breakdown saying, like, yeah. contemporary a comedy pop song, right? That yeah. was the one that was throwing people. Ooh. And I was like, well, yeah, but I was, and then, like, the person it was throwing decided to sing a pop song for us. And I was like, oh, can't this be it? Like, as opposed to you needing to find another song. Because right. I was like, if you, depends on the spin and perspective, right? It doesn't have to be yeah. so blatant in the lyric. Right. That it's a comedic pop song. Like, you yeah. can also choose to let this be, like, your take and, like, opinion yeah. and, like, finding a different way to... And it to... doesn't have to be waka waka, I think is what you're yes. saying. It can be, like, it can be, like, <laughs> ironic a little bit. Not the song isn't it ironic, but, like, the, <laughs> the humor can be irony, a little bit of wink wink, you know, but it doesn't have to be, like, oh, man, I have to find a laugh out loud... Right. Song. There's different yeah. forms of yeah. comedy. So maybe yeah. it is like when we get these breakdowns too, like we turn first to our book, we go, okay, what can, tricks can these songs do? Like what other ways can I look at them? Because that's also us being an interpretive, a good interpretive artist. Yeah. There's not just one strict way to do that. And then if it's not coming to us and it's like, all right, if I really want this audition, like if I know, like I do love Billy Joel music, like right. let me just freaking like sing one that I've sang my entire childhood growing up. Mm-hmm. Great. Then it, I yeah. think it works. Next. Next. Thank you for listening to In the Trenches Podcast.